Moore on the Every Dot Black Entrepreneur Podcast Network, this show dedicated to helping you protect your biggest asset, your well-being. This show is brought to you by Holy Living Health Coaching, where we get to the root cause of your health challenge and help you reach optimum health. I'm your emotional root coach, holistic health guide, and host, Tiffany Parker. Above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. That's Colossians 3 and 14, New Living Translation, and this is our scripture for the month. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Healthy Entrepreneur, where we are vibrating in love all month, and we'll be dedicating our shows this month to spreading the love as we showcase and honor the amazing contributions African Americans have made and are making to better our world. As a people, a country, and a nation, the only way America or any other place in the world can be great is to live in love. The Bible tells us to commit our lives to spreading love. The scripture says to love your neighbor, do everything in love, and out of faith, hope, and love, the greatest is love. Depending on what version, love is mentioned in the Bible 300 to over 500 times. We were created out of love, and everything we do and accomplish in our lives is inspired by love. And by this being Black History Month, we want to dedicate our show today to the awesome contributions African Americans have made to the health and wellness of this world. So today, back by popular demand, I have Sierra back with me, and we will have another battle of the Did You Knows highlighting the great accomplishments of African Americans in medicine. So welcome back, Sierra. Hi, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. And I'm definitely going to win this battle of the Did You Know. Oh, you think so? You you ready? You ready for the rematch? I'm definitely ready for the rematch. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to beat you again. Uh, But first, let me give a quick recap of last week's show. So on our last episode, we had our monthly visit from Nathaniel Wilkins, the godfather of health, healing, and fitness, as well as the co-founder of the Ageless Workout. As Nate and I discussed the healing power of love, we addressed how we say we love others when, in fact, we haven't learned to love ourselves. Nate shared with us the connection between love and health and how love can increase our longevity of life. Nate then spoke on the advantages of vibrating in love. It was an amazing and enlightening show. So to hear the full episode and how to let more love into your life, check out the replay of the Love Connection to Health, now streaming on Exposure TV, which is available through Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, Apple TV, and any device with the Exposure TV app. Now, let's get ready to rumble in the battle of the did you knows. So, Sierra, last time you went first, but I'm going to go first this time. So, did you know in 1783, the first African-American to formally practice medicine was James Durham? 
who did not hold a medical degree. He was born into slavery in Philadelphia in 1762, and as a child, Durham was transferred to Dr. John Kersley, Jr., under whom Durham studied medicine. From Dr. Kersley, Durham learned about compound medicine with a focus on curing illnesses of the throat, as well as patient bedside manner. Upon Dr. Kersley's death, Durham, then 15 years old, was moved between several different masters before finally settling with Dr. George West, a surgeon from a British regiment during the American Revolutionary War. He was eventually transferred again, this time to New Orleans, Dr. Uh, Robert Dove. As an assistant at Dove's practice, Durham and Dove became friends, and Dove eventually granted Durham his freedom. With some financial assistance from Dove, Durham opened his own medical practice in New Orleans. By 1789, his practice is reported to have made about $3,000 annually. And back in that time, that was, you know, pretty decent money. In 1788, Durham and Dr. Benjamin Rush met each other in Philadelphia and corresponded with one another for 12 years. It is believed that after the Spanish authorities restricted Durham to treating throat diseases in 1801, Durham left his practice in New Orleans. And also, did you know that in 1837, the first formally trained African-American medical doctor was Dr. James McCoon Smith of New York City, who was educated at the University of Glasgow, Scotland, and returned to practice in New York. He was not only a physician, but an abolitionist and author. He became the first African-American to run a pharmacy in the nation and worked with the likes of Frederick Douglass and aided refugee slaves through the Underground Railroad. Wow, that's interesting right there. Now, did you also know in 1847, David Jones Peck was the first African-American to graduate from a United States medical school, a native of Pennsylvania, he worked under a white anti-slavery position for two years and then went to Rush Medical College in Chicago, Illinois, and graduated in 1847. He was also an abolitionist and toured with Frederick Douglass also. And in 1879, Mary Eliza Mahoney was the first African-American to graduate an American School of Nursing and the first to not only study nursing, but the first to work professionally as a trained nurse in the United States. And also, did you know, Sierra, I did a paper on her in my African-American history class in college. So look at there. (laughs) And also in 1890, Ida Rowland, the first African-American woman to earn a dental degree in the United States at the University of Michigan. So you know I had to pick that one right here because that's my uh, alma mater right there. You know I had to I had to put University of Michigan in there on you. So now, that's my did you know. Those were some amazing accomplishments. Can you top that? I definitely think that I can top that with my next did you know. 
Okay, let's see what you got. So, since it's Black History Month, why wouldn't you want to know some of the African-American pioneers in medicine? To start off, we have Alexa Irene Kanadi, the first female African-American neurosurgeon. Dr. Alexis Irene Kanadi has said she almost dropped out of college when she started her undergraduate degree, but she pressed on and discovered her love of medicine working on genetics research. Kanadi, a native of Lansing, Michigan, pursued her studies in pediatrics. In 1981, she became the first female African-American neurosurgeon in the United States. Her research in children includes studies of the effects of hydrocephalus, a condition characterized by the excessive accumulation of fluid in the brain. That is so cool. The next person we have is Myra Adele Logan, the first woman to perform open-heart surgery. In 1943, Dr. Myra Adele Logan became the first woman to perform open-heart surgery. It was reportedly the ninth time the procedure had been performed worldwide. Logan's research wow. included studying antibiotics and breast cancer. Her notable contributions include developing more accurate tests to detect density differences in breast tissue. A surgeon at Harlem Hospital in New York, she was also a founding partner of the first physician group practice in the United States. The native of Tuskegee, Alabama, died in 1977. She was believed to be 68 years old. Next, we have Nathan Francis Mosel, co-founder of one of the first black hospitals in the United States. In 1895, Dr. Nathan Francis Mosel helped rally African Americans in Philadelphia to establish the Frederick Douglass Memorial Hospital and Training School, one of the first hospitals in the United States where black doctors treated black patients. Also a surgeon, Mosul served as the hospital's chief of staff and medical director for more than three decades. He championed women in medicine and was a civil rights activist. The native of Hamilton, Canada, died in 1946. He was believed to be 90 years old. Last but not least, we have Vivian Theodore Thomas, pioneered surgery to correct tetralogy of phallus. A former carpenter, Dr. Vivian Theodore Thomas, dropped out of college after losing most of his savings during the Great Depression. Later trained as a surgical assistant, Thomas, in 1944, helped devise the Blue Baby Surgery with surgeon Dr. Alfred Blalock, a pediatric cardiologist, Dr. Helen Tasig at the Johns Hopkins Hospital to correct a congenial heart defect known as Tetralogy of Phallus. He was the subject of the 2004 HBO film, Something the Lord Made. The native of Louisiana died in 1985. He was believed to be 75 years old. Now, I don't think that you can beat my did you know, because that was really good. Yeah, yeah, I have to give it to you. That, that, was, that was really good. That was some interesting fact for, to know, man, we have made some wonderful contributions. Uh, but... I think this next one may give you, you know, a run for your money. So uh, did you know Solomon Carter Fuller? He grew up in a strong, with a strong interest in medicine. And after earning his degree in 1897 from Boston University, he became the first African-American psychiatrist. In 1904, he began pioneering work with the psychiatrist and neuropathologist along Alzheimer's in Germany, studying the traits of dementia. Dr. Fuller 
was the first to translate much of Alzheimer's work into English, including research regarding August Dieter, the person with the first reported case of the disease. When he returned to the United States, Fuller continued research on Alzheimer's disease, as well as schizophrenia, depression, and other mental illnesses. In 1912, he published the first comprehensive review of Alzheimer's cases. Next, Dr. Charles Drew. Dr. Charles Drew developed an interest in blood transfusion and the properties of blood. As a surgeon, he came up with innovative ways to store blood plasma in blood banks. Plasma can be preserved or banked much longer than whole blood. Drew discovered that the plasma could be dried and reconstituted later. He worked as the director of the first blood bank project in Britain during World War II. He helped save thousands of lives. He oversaw the successful collection of 14,500 pints of vital plasma for the British. He established the American Red Cross Blood Bank and served as its director starting in 1941. He quit, however, when the Red Cross insisted on segregating African-American blood. From 1942 to 1945, Dr. Drew served as a surgeon and professor of medicine at Freedman's Hospital and Howard University in Washington, D.C. He died at 46 in a car accident. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. And did you know Jane Cook Wright, the daughter of one of the first African-American graduates of Harvard Medical School? Wright grew up with a keen interest in health care. Her father, Dr. Lewis Wright, was also the first black doctor appointed to a staff position at a municipal hospital in New York City. And in 1929, the city hired him as police surgeon the first African-American to hold that position. After earning her medical degree, Dr. Jane Cook-Wright worked alongside with her father at the Cancer Research Foundation in Harlem, which her father established in 1948. Together, father and daughter researched chemotherapy drugs that led to remission in patients with leukemia and lymphoma. In 1952, when her father died of tuberculosis, Wright became the head of the Cancer Research Foundation at the age of 33. She created an innovative technique to test the effects of drugs on cancer cells by using patient tissue rather than laboratory mice. She advanced to work as the director of cancer chemotherapy at New York University Medical Center, and she was an associate dean at New York Medical College. The New York Cancer Society elected Wright as its first woman president in 1971. Her research has helped transform chemotherapy from a last resort to a viable treatment for cancer. And did you know the inventor Otis Boykin patented 28 electronic devices during his career? He developed resistors for electronic components that made the production of television and computers much more affordable. But Boykin became best known for improving the pacemaker. 
The pacemaker uses electrical impulses to help people maintain a regular heartbeat. Boykin came up with a control unit that regulated the pacemaker with more precision. He died of heart failure in 1982. And did you know about Patricia Bath? Patricia Bath was the first African-American to complete an ophthalmology residency with New York University's School of Medicine in 1973. Two years later, the UCLA School of Medicine appointed her as the first female faculty member in its department of ophthalmology, believing that eyesight is a basic human right. Dr. Bath went on to co-found the American Institute for the Prevention of Blindness. In the early 1980s, Bath studied laser technology and saw its potential for eye surgery. In 1986, she invented the laser focal probe a device and method for cataract treatment. When she patented the instrument in 1988, she became the first African-American female doctor to receive a patent for a medical invention. Wow. Go ahead, Dr. Patricia Path. And did you know Ben Carson, before he ran for president in 2016 and served as the U.S. Secretary of Housing and Urban Development under President Trump, from 2017 to 2021, Ben Carson was a world-famous pioneer brain surgeon. Growing up in a single-parent home in Detroit, Carson graduated high school with a scholarship to Yale University in New Haven, Connecticut. At age 33, Dr. Carson was appointed director of pediatric neurosurgery at Johns Hopkins Children's Center in Baltimore. In 1987, at 35, he received global acclaim when he separated the binder conjoined twins in Germany. It was the first successful operation of its kind. In 1997, he again successfully separated twins who were joined at the head. When he retired from Johns Hopkins School of Medicine at age 62, Carson was a professor of neurology, oncology, plastic surgery, and pediatrics. During his medical career, Carson developed groundbreaking techniques to treat brain stem tumors and revitalize methods for controlling seizures. Wow, amazing. And did you know about Mae Jemison? Mae Jemison, or I should say Dr. Mae Jemison, is most famous for becoming the first black woman astronaut to go into space in 1992. Jemison, however, is also a trained physician who has dedicated her life to improving global health. Jemison joined the Peace Corps in 1983 and worked as a medical officer for two years in Africa. Her work in the Peace Corps taught her about health care in developing countries. Later, as an astronaut, she learned about satellite telecommunications. She combined those two skill sets to form the Jemison Group, which develops telecommunication systems to improve healthcare delivery in developing countries. Jemison says she takes inspiration from Martin Luther King Jr. in focusing on what she sees as unacceptable disparities in the quality of healthcare in the United States and third world countries. We talk about taking proper care of people, but we don't do it, she said. 
We lack the commitment. Martin Luther King was about doing things. He didn't just have a dream. He got things done. Oh, wow. Awesome quote from Dr. Martin Luther King that Dr. May Jemison is inspired by. Now, here's the one that's going to put the cherry on top. Did you know Michelle Obama, who was the first black first lady in 2009 to 2017 of the United States? We love Michelle Obama, don't we, Sarah? Michelle Obama devoted much of her energy to promoting physical health. She brought attention to the childhood obesity epidemic with her Let's Move initiative, which encouraged young people to exercise and eat nutritious food. When Obama launched the program in 2010, she said the physical and emotional health of an entire generation and the economic health and security of our nation is at stake. Obama also worked to increase access to healthier foods and improve food labeling. She championed the Healthy Hunger-Free Kids Act, which promotes healthier school lunches and funds meal programs for poor children. Along with current First Lady Jill Biden, Obama launched the Joining Forces program to support veterans and their families with access to health services. She is also a strong advocate for women's health issues. And as well, I just recently heard that Miss Michelle Obama is also, I believe, coming out with a television show for children that's going to show them how to eat healthy and nutritious food. So I thought that was the cherry on top, and I think mine actually top yours. So, what you got for me next? Uh, I'm not so sure that yours was better than my did you know. So, let me just go right into it. Did you know of the nine black women that are pioneering the holistic health movement today? First, we start off with Dr. Chelsea Jackson Roberts. She is a certified yogi, educator, cover model, and doctor, which are just a few of the titles touted by the Spelman alumni. Even though most people might know her simply as Chelsea Loves Yoga, Chelsea runs a yoga and literacy curriculum for Atlanta area youth organizations as well as provides trainings for yoga practitioners, educators, community leaders, activists, and students interested in expanding their awareness on issues concerning marginalized youth, individuals, and communities. Heads off to this beauty who inspires us all to find the balance on and off the mat. Next we have Lauren Ash. When it comes to championing the holistic health movement among black women, few match Lauren Ash's effectiveness and elegance. Ash co-founded Black Girl in Ohm, an organization promoting health, holistic wellness and self-care for women of color. Black Girl in Ohm is part publication, part facilitator of yoga and holistic experiences throughout the country. A yogi herself, Lauren continuously inspires women to find themselves and each other through a rich community that celebrates black girl magic. Next we have Laura Nixon, is ensuring that individuals stay informed. She's a well-versed food and wellness educator, guiding people in cultivating spirit-filled lives through self-care practices. From meal prep 
to wellness workshops and self-care circles, Lauren empowers communities to live well in a sustainable fashion. Though based in the D.C. area, she can be found lending her knowledge of food and wellness to a host of publications, including Black Girl and Ohm. Next, we have Dr. Crystal Jones. She is a modern-day medicine woman who does lots of international travel. She's a licensed chiropractor, a speaker, consultant, and healing facilitator. From private sessions to corporate conferences, her work transcends her clientele base as she promotes a holistic approach to living optimally wherever she goes. When she's not healing the world, Crystal can be found creating herbal blends, salt detoxes, sugar scrubs, body butters, oil blends, and even traditional waist beads. That is so cool. Next we have Melanie Jones. She is a lupus survivor turned entrepreneur, blogger, and organic brand consultant. Through her holistic lifestyle changes that included juicing and making cleansing and detoxing a part of her permanent lifestyle, she has a passion for educating others on finding their way to living a healthy and happy life. So while you're at it, check out her YouTube channel so you can see how detoxing can improve your lifestyle. Next we have Sierra Ross. Oh my gosh, she has my name. Sierra Ross has created a virtual space that enhances holistic health through both spiritual and emotional healing. Born out of her own personal healing and self-love journey, Waters of New reflects the call of more restorative healing spaces for those who have experienced generational oppression, abuse, poverty, and exploitation. Her intention, you might ask, to inspire a reach beyond our physical survival into a reclamation of our entire existence, spirit, body, and mind. A doula, Reiki healer, and writer, Sierra Ross is channeling and promoting a better way of being and feeling. Next, we have Melania Snow. She is the co-founder and CEO of Serene Social, an international wellness, philanthropy, and networking community exclusively for women. On top of all of that, she is an actress, model, Reiki healer, and casual YouTuber who promotes conscious living day in and day out. Next, we have not one, but two pioneering women, the goddesses behind Food Heaven Made Easy, Wendy and Jess, and what began as a web series and has since expanded into a website. These nutrition fanatics demonstrate how to cook nutrient-dense, delicious, and affordable plant-based recipes while providing scientifically sound nutrition information you can trust. These two women make eating and living healthy look too good not to try. Holistic health is about living in a way that's beneficial to your entire being, body, mind, and soul. When we are healthy, we have the time and energy to devote to our passions and to our gifts in the world without restriction. These extraordinary women are doing just that and so much more, inspiring, empowering, and transforming our community. My did you know was way better than your did you know. You, you can't top that. So I definitely want. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to give it to you on that one. You, you that, that last one, I, I think you, you got me on that one. I'm gonna have to go on and give it to you. I mean, I don't really want to, but I'm gonna have to go on and give it to you. That's awesome. Uh, Hand me the crown. Some Hand awesome, crown. amazing accomplishments that those young, young African American women are making to, you know, the health and wellness community. So I, I guess you won. You know, I, I will concede and say you won. Round of applause, round of applause. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Yay! 
But that, but there's there's going to be a rematch because I'm, you know, I'm just not going to let you get away that easily, okay? Just I mean, so you know, it's okay, but I'm not going to pass the crown to you because I'm going to win. So don't expect <laughs> too much from the next round. <laughs> but wow, you know, I don't know about you, Sierra, but I am truly proud and amazed at the contributions African Americans have made, um, not only to health and wellness, but you know to the entire world in medicine. I mean, we just learned some really amazing and awesome facts about the contributions, you know, that uh, African Americans have made starting in, from the 1700s. To know that the first African American to practice medicine, um, he didn't even have a degree, but the fact that he studied under a physician, he was young, and, you know, it might not actually say it there, but that goes to show you that he was probably practicing holistic medicine um, because at that particular time, the medical schools were teaching. That was the training. Training was holistic medicine before, you know, we're not going to get into it, but, you know, before the other people came about and took over the medical schools and then their course of studies changed. But isn't that amazing how at that time that young African Americans were doing some really awesome things in the world? So I don't know about you, but I feel proud. What about you? Yes, and especially it's Black History Month. Yes. So this was an awesome time to just highlight and just, you know, showcase all these amazing things that African Americans have done. It's good to know your history and because once you know where you come from and the wonderful things that has these African Americans have contributed, you know, it helps you to be proud of who you are and to be proud of your race. And so this was just an awesome addition. And we're still going strong in helping to educate our culture on how to reach optimal wellness. Well, Sierra, it has been great battling you once again, um, even though you won, um, and learning so much about our history. But guess what? Our time has come to an end. I pray our listeners have enjoyed our Black History edition. Is there anything else you would like to say or add before we end the show? That I hope everybody has a wonderful month and that it is full of self-love, confidence, positive vibes. And we would like to say thank you to Wikipedia, EverydayHealth.com, Heart.org, and BlackBitty.com for providing us with this information to share with all of you. And, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you. Yes, may everyone enjoy Black History Month. And I don't know about you, Sierra, but, you know, I celebrate Black History Month every day, right? Because you just can't confine all our accomplishments to one month, right? So we yeah, ought to go especially the feeling. shortest month. Yeah, I know, right? We got short chains along the way, didn't we? I say go forth and be proud and stand bold and firm and confident in who you are. So on today, we honor, love, and appreciate the contribution of African Americans to our health care system, both traditional, conventional, and holistic. We are grateful for your dedication of wanting to make this world 
a healthier place. Entrepreneurs, may we all continue to be pioneers and blaze the trail in our own rights and fields for the next generation. There are still a lot of firsts to accomplish. So make 2022 your year, even in the midst of a pandemic. Go be great. Commit to the Lord. Whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. So I want to challenge everyone this year to walk in the fullness of who God created you to be and walk in your truth. So I invite you to join me in my Be Your Authentic You Challenge, where we will spend the year unmasking, discovering who God created us to be, and then walking in it. It's not so much the year saying the usual new year, new you, right? But instead, new year, be you. No one can be you better than you. It's okay to be your unique and one-of-a-kind self. Amen? So tune in next week right here on the Every.Black Entrepreneur Podcast Network, where we will be dedicating the month to the healing power of love. I'm your emotional root coach and holistic health guide, Tiffany Parker. I would love to hear from you, so reach out to me at Tiffany at Every.Black or reach me on my Facebook page, which is Holy Living Health Coaching, and that's W-H-O-L-E-Y Living Health Coaching. And while you are there, check out my highlighted product or tip of the week or visit my website, www.holyliving.wixsite.com forward slash Parker or follow me on Instagram under the Healthy Entrepreneur Radio Show. May everyone be safe and healthy and always have a delightful day in the Lord. And remember, optimum health is your birthright. Join author of Walking by Faith, I Am, I Can, and I Will, Dr. Joel Dudley Sr., as he discusses his successful entrepreneurial recipe and secrets to success. Dudley uses his own life story to show you how to walk by faith and make your own dreams come true. Listen to his legacy at www.patreon.com slash Joe Dudley Sr. That's www.patreon.com slash Joe Dudley Sr. The Dr. Joel Dudley Sr. Legacy Project is sponsored by Every.Black. No.net and No.com, just every dot black dot black is the new dot com we can help you um develop some tools and strategies to communicate with your faculty members i think part of my role is and it's what i needed when i was starting out in college because i didn't know nothing i think early action is very valuable for students who are pretty sure about a school but maybe there are some questions that they have particularly around financial aid just like uh if you were going on a road trip with your family you'd have some preparation to do we're talking about students sure but let's not pretend like even as an adult it's Mm -hmm. hard Mm -hmm. it is hard to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. asking for help hey dr oliver great to see you you too i'm so excited for you to tell us the ins and the outs all about standardized testing there is no one size fits all there Mm -hmm. is no take the sat on this date at this time in this semester thank you for joining us today on educate you 
If you wish, you can send me your questions or comments about the college going process or the podcast contents by sending an email to drgreta at gretaoliverconsulting.com. We as a people have had to overcome slavery and secondly obtain our civil rights. But the third piece is economic equality. And I'm convinced that we can only achieve economic equality through entrepreneurship with the use of technology. My name is Jimmy Davies, and that is why I created the Every.Black website for entrepreneurs. So visit us today at www.every.black, E-V-E-R-Y dot B-L-A-C-K. Learn about entrepreneurship and be on your way to financial freedom. Just go to every.black, E-V-E-R-Y dot B-L-A-C-K. No.com, no.net. Just every dot black. Dot black is the new dot com.